Welcome to Buddha's podcast. The focus of this moment is uh, raising the vibe, but also asking yourself, who are you right now? Because we wake up and we wake up in a form and there's always someone else that's come to our party. <laughs> you know, you get that subtle recognition that you're not who you were a moment ago even. Some of you might think I've changed. You, know, you get up and you think, oh, I've changed. <laughs> For this body, you know, um, she'll go and talk to someone and she says, you know, um, I've shifted again. <laughs> and so in a world that runs on same, 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 and obviously that's different everywhere in, in, in the world and in your world, but you know, that conditioning that when you've known someone for a long time, that's the person you know. But with us, and certainly a lot of you who are listening, and some of you who haven't experienced that in full in full swing or full momentum, you're about to. And it's such a natural flow, you know. Shifting your vibration is so normal. It's such a natural existence uh, in the grand scheme of things. And your body is never stagnant. It's always in motion. So therefore, when you're in motion, you're always shifting. So how come people get stuck? <laughs> mental, uh, mental armor. You know, the thoughts are telling you that you are, but your, your subconscious, which is very, very conscious, knows something else. It already knows what's going on. It knows there's moral light coming into your body. It knows that it's activated neurons that people weren't utilising, even though they were always there. In fact, everything is always activated. It's not like you come to one climactic point and all of a sudden everything's activating. Science is still playing catch-up and it probably will for some time until it, it doesn't because quantum physics is now the catch cry in this world. So it's a really discussed, talked-about topic. And then, of course, everyone is lighting up their cellular structure uh, in recognition that there is something more than what their belief systems have led them up to this point. And that's really interesting because even in this now moment, what we're saying is already defunct. It is already uh, past because you've already, your momentum's already gone way beyond what we're currently expressing. And that's the gift of life because when you really let go, when you let go of thinking that you know all the time, you know, and that's what people do, they're always about what they know. You have, you get tested, you get tested on your memory. When you have to have exams, it's all about memory, it's memorising. Not about learning, it's about memorising. And it's, it's different because memories, you know, in this world, it's encouraged now to let go of those memories because then you're fully immersed in your presence. Not present, but presence. Because presence itself is multidimensional and your reality is multidimensional. You know, it is this world. This world is a multidimensional reality in existence. And so you can't not be anything but light in that knowledge. And then that's now dissolved again. And yet again, it's another gift because it doesn't allow your mind to hook in to any one vocabulary. It doesn't allow your mind to hook in and become um, more ego egotistical. It doesn't allow it. It creates that humility, of, but yet excitement of knowing 
or being aware, and there's that word again, knowing, or being aware that you're always shifting and that you're always increasing and, and bringing more light into you and your vibration is happy, happy, happy. And in that moment, it just has this beautiful ripple effect, you know. And we see it mirrored in nature everywhere when you see the ocean that's washed up on the sand and then it um, draws itself back and it leaves this beautiful rippling effect or when the air element, the wind, dances along the particles of the sand and creates these patterns, these wave patterns. So nature's constantly the most amazing mirror of everything that you are, you know, and beyond. So we we don't have one particular form. We're simply a series of vibrations, but so is everyone. You know, it comes through a form because it's chosen to collaborate within a density of a molecular structure. But does it have to? Do we have to? No, it doesn't have to. We don't have to. There's no have to's in existence. There's so much conditioning in this world, but then there's not, because which world are you coming from? Are you coming from one that's already liberated from those regimented routines? And simply recognising when old thought patterns and behavioural patterns come up, and letting them go, not admonishing yourself or admonishing those who you feel have indoctrinated those experiences into your system and into your solar system. Because no matter who you are, no matter what you come from, no matter where you come from, these are all experiences that have, just have, that have been. And they've brought you, brought you to where you are right now. But then once you've experienced them, they're done and dusted. And then you're opening your vortexes to what? <laughs> that's, that's the thing. You don't know. When this body in, in January of this year, you know, let go of all that was, you know, because there's many, many beings that have come through this vehicle. None stay because it's just a passing entity, a passing uh, conundrum, if you like, a convergence where different molecules come in, have the expression of the isness, and then depart again. And so in that light, there was always an awareness of what was to come. You know, whoever, whatever collaboration was happening with the cosmic energies would always have insight as to know what their participation was moving forward. But January of this year, and while it seems like the past, we slip through the vortex of co-creation and that presence is already there. That's how we're doing this. And the conversation back then, or in that moment, was, I know no what I know nothing of where I'm going. I know nothing of what's to come. You know, and for some it's a little bit daunting. There was just the emptiness. Fear not, because there was nothing to fear. There was just the nothingness, the nothingness. And yet still merging and morphing with a world that was all about the something. <laughs> so what are you going to do? What are you going to do with your business? Where are you going to take it? I don't know. <laughs> People come for a conversation to grow, learn more about what they were and what they are, what they were. Notice we said what they were. Because when they come, whatever they've come for is already gone. <laughs> but what we've seen is people hook in to that same conversation, that same story wants to play out over and over again. And we had someone the other day come to us and, uh, you know, Isis said, you know, the thing is, is that you don't want to be the shift. 
oh, yes, I do, yes, I do, yes, I do. Well, no one can be the servitude of you unless you're really honest with yourself. And that's okay because you're perfect. You don't need to shift. You don't need to be anything other than what you are in that moment. And this is with anyone. No one has to become something. You are what you are in the moment you are until you're not. It's just all these judgments that are laid out within the cellular structure that says I have to be more than who I am right now. And then there is that consciousness that is striving to grow, desiring to bring more of what is into their solar system. And often in the case, it's within their form. But really, you're moving deeper and deeper into quantum physics, your quantum physics. Because quantum physics still has a definition. It's being defined even now. But as you let go of that definition and you just let it be what it is, then it will present itself what's relevant to you moment to moment. And your understanding of quantum physics will completely change as you go along your journey. It's a natural flow. And there's no ebbing. There's simply flow. Because energy has a momentum and it just keeps building on the momentum. And the, even what we've just said then is now defunct. So remember that whenever you're hearing something from someone or something, even your own inner language, it's already passed because it's already been put out there. And the energy is converging yet again to bring you something fruitful for the moment you require it to keep traveling along your pathways, your neural pathways. So we're saying that, and we'll say that often, only so it, it sort of earths you in a different way. So it doesn't unearth you, it earths you. You become the, a different understanding of your earth particles. So in Ayurveda, it's talked about the, the, well, we talk about the dance of the elements, but talks about the elements, air, ether, fire, water, and earth. And there's so much more in that dosha because everyone is all those elements until they're not. And when they're not, they no longer require them because it's a, it's a density, dance of the elements, it's a density. You're shifting from that density and that limitation of understanding and into something else that's not definable. And those of you who want to go, and all of you do, in your own way, in your own timeliness, into the timelessness of existence, and it's liberating, you know. When you're no longer on a, a ritual that defines you by time, <laughs> Ganesh is one of the most amazing uh, expressions of that. <laughs> He can show up as a child one moment, then he can show up as a big girth of energy in another moment. He can show up as you. <laughs> he can show up as anything. And so it's that constant reminder or mirroring of infinite probabilities and beyond because sometimes you just see his eyes. Definitely this, you know, what we are now is just seeing some eyes. You know, the playful nature, the embodiment of playfulness very important until it's not because then once you've let go of that structure, that infrastructure that's restricting, then the word playfulness isn't necessary anymore because you're the embodied energy of flow. <laughs> so words are utilized to help people come to an awareness. But once you're in that awareness, that word is no longer in resonance. It no longer is required to express in a particular way. <laughs>
and labels don't exist. And also every word has a different definition by your experience. So everyone can hear one word, but the recognition of what that word is defined by is different according to how you've experienced that one word. It takes you beyond Wikipedia and your Google. You know, we're all a bit addicted to Googling everything. We want to know something, we Google it. But then there's those of us who, yeah, still Google. <laughs> Absolutely, a thousand percent, and then not. But you then become your own Google. You know, you trust more in your own processes. And the thing that we've come across, you know, with, with others in, in this world and in all the worlds we traverse is that complete letting go of needing to appease another's belief system. And it happens in a, even in the very subtle nuances of your existence, you know. As soon as you, you know, whether it's being a whiz-bang entrepreneur or, you know, uh, working in a collaboration of something else, everyone still, even on the subtlest vibrations, holds back because to express your fullness in any moment when you know the next moment, because it's a guaranteed thing that you're going to be expressing in a different nanosecond in a different way. And there's that, that underlying current or currency that says, what's wrong with that person? <laughs> and then the mindset within yourself is holding back. And it's so subtle, even those who have really transcended in so many ways, you know, and you've gone deeper and deeper into your physics through quantum physics. And remember, quantum physics, is, as you're hearing it in this moment, across the globe actually, has a very different meaning. And as you shift your understanding of quantum physics, those terminologies will be very, very different in its definition and then it won't have a definition because you'll just get it. And when we say get it, moment to moment and then letting go, go, go of the terms of moment to moment because that doesn't exist either in the grand scheme of things or in different multi-dimensionalities, definitely where we come, there's not really, because moment to moment indicates time. Nanosecond is still time. But when you come into a form that's still governed for the greater part in, in time, then, you know, words of that nature are utilised. So you see what we're saying. It's, it's, but you feel really, when you, when you hear those things, you feel more relaxed in your solar system, don't you? And your solar system, your solar plexus, it is your solar system. And, of course, then it's not. But physically your body will then feel really relaxed. It's like, oh, thank God. And then you realise how much has been held on to in your cells so much. Even those people have gone on those beautiful retreats that you go to but then come back into the world and it's a challenge to stay in that sattvic state of currency, that flow, because all the entities that are around you are still in the same vortex of co-creativity you know, you go back to that job that you went away from while you were on sabbatical in your retreats, but you come back to that situation. And some of you, yeah, you're saying, yeah, well, I didn't go back after my retreat. <laughs> I couldn't go back. Yeah, but then there was a conundrum of now what? You know, there's always something. So the dynamics haven't truly shifted because the mind is still the driver. And so then the gateway opens again and says, well, yeah, but, you know, I'm walking through the cosmic gateway now. And so sh shedding 
really shedding any belief system around anything. And, you know, those who are really using... And have you noticed in, in the personal growth industry, and it's a massive industry in your world, massive, and it's growing exponentially because people are designed to change something even though they're not sure what they want to change. They just know they don't want to be who they what they were, who and what they are or who and what they were or who and what they are and are still looking at going to become. They're just looking at tools and ways to change. And so quantum physics has really become the new in vogue conversation and science. So we're all using the word science. We use it. And then all of a sudden you're hearing what once was considered spiritual. Well, we won't use that term anymore because it has connotations. But what's really changed? Nothing, right? Because in vogue is science. Defunct is spiritual. Now, obviously not all of you, but if you look, if you sort of rise above and you can see the language. So there's trends in words. There's trends in language. Personal growth, there's trends in what words to use to get a message out there. It's interesting, isn't it? So what's changed? We're still looking for words that resonate. <laughs> when, we, when we come in and collaborate in this form, there's no contemplation until we, we hit the neural pathways of this physical structure and we hit them with a slam dunk. <laughs> boing, boing. You know when you're on a, on a basketball court and the, the ball's hitting the ground and a boing, boing, boing. <laughs> There's a vibration in that word, boing, boing, yeah? And so we navigate the words in your, in your energy vortex. What words in currency right now? What words will people rise and shine to and listen to? Yet the word spiritual really is also science, and science is also spiritual. There's one word, but wait, because spiritual now has connotations of going into deep, deep, elongated meditation, whereas science is different, right? But it's not. It's a word that explains the same thing. But, yeah, definitely there's belief systems around if you've had an experience. If you've had what they call a kundalini awakening and you feel like you've had a psychosis with it, we don't want to, you know, break down your wall with that. However, there is no thing as psychosis. But then those of you who've had it say, yes, I went through it. So you had an energy surge, but there was a fear within that surge. You were, you were still carrying fear. The psychosis was the fear, not the kundalini awakening. And the kundalini awakening is just energy and playfulness. It's a currency that's just surging through the body. You know. But because you were holding on to fear of the unknown, it created a, a, a false sense of psychosis. But it's not the kundalini energy or energy, because kundalini is simply energy. It's the term to describe. And yet we can hear some of you go, no, I really did. <laughs> or I know someone who really did. But fear. So we would then, back in the day, and I think we've said that in one of the podcasts, is that if you feel fear, stop right there. Recognize the fear is there. So whatever patterns are going to be created from that, they're still coming from your fears. So therefore your experience is going to be navigated through the mind that runs on fear. So the stories you're going to create are escalating more fear. And we know because we've had people come to us when we've talked about energy and, you know, energy's always awake. <laughs> you're not awakening energy. It's always there. You're just tuning in, tapping into energy. Yes, and what we're saying then, let go because it's already defunct. You've already moved on past it. 
So energy, awake, you know. So terminology, so we're, what we're getting at is that you have, there's so many terms. Terms are used to describe something, but remember there's trends in terminology in this world. And it becomes like an Instagram hit or a YouTube hit. So you've got your personal gurus that are expressing something that's so vital, definitely, because it's travelling on everyone's neural pathways of touching base in some way, in somewhere, in the neural vortexes of your creativity within your physical structure that's already dispersing all the time, going beyond your defined silhouette of your human form that you think is human that's already escalated beyond that, you know. And so some of your personal gurus personal growth gurus on your YouTube are already really in-depth talking about etheric body and, and how the particle's going. They're putting it into scientific terms. But really, your spiritual teachers, yep, there's a term again, have been saying the same thing over and over again. So nothing, it's like information regurgitated over and over again. But wait, we have a different headline. We have a different way of expressing it. And this is the new vogue. This is the new mantra. But the, the information is really the same. You just have different titles. So now you are different, you have different entitlements. <laughs> so, there you go. Vibrations. What's not to love about it? <laughs> so these are all wonderful things because those of you who are also teaching, whether it's directly you know, you're getting information directly because you are the direct source. You, every single person is a direct source. You know, just some, some people have uh, limited their light, light streams. And that's, a, that's beautiful too. It's all beautiful because everyone's perfectly perfect where they are. You know, until they, they themselves feel a little bit of disgruntlement or a little bit of shift, a little bit of agitation, a little bit of irritation. And yeah, either or sometimes you do bring a calamity to your existence, you know. You're seeing that reflected in your fires, the fire element. We need to fire up. So, oh, Gay says, yeah, let's fire up. And so around parts of the world, there's a firing up. And then there's people, you know, have you ever heard yourself or others say, I'm having a meltdown? <laughs> so isn't that wonderful that Gaia is mirroring that meltdown in the worlds where you have Icelands and <laughs> the ice is melting and it's creating more water element, but yet you need water. So people haven't understood the dance of the elements even in your worlds. They haven't understood how their consciousness and how your consciousness is playing a role of mirroring. <laughs> Until you rise up your vibrations, you, and they're already there. It's not like they're not. You're just tuning in to a, a different vibration, and you're no longer the language it's so prevalent in some of your worlds that is still so fear-based, you know, always in lack. So we're going to do water restrictions, pull back. There goes your digestive system. Oh, lockdown, because you feel the tightening of the reins, which is not a natural flow. Energy is in abundance, and yet there's all these stuff out in the universe, in this universe signaling you this, but yet Earth is on restrictions. <laughs> we better backburn so there's not a big fire. But we couldn't because there's a drought and there's not enough water. So then the fires are started and they're raging on and then we have an inferno in different parts of the country or different parts of the world. So dance the elements, right? Gay is conscious. You're conscious. You know. 
and yet still creating fear-based mentalities. <laughs> so we restrict, we control, we bind. <laughs> where's, the, where's the breath? Where's the space in that? Where's the ether? It's constricted, you know, can't feel. When you constrict, what happens in your circulatory system? You put a tourniquet on, what happens? There's a constriction and then there's a convergence and then there's a desire to push through that. So people keep creating these walls that then they have to push through, these barriers that they have to push through. <laughs> Imagine in your school systems where they removed the term fail and pass and they replaced it with the term, terms, creative, creativity, be creative, flow. <laughs> Imagine growing up in that. Imagine when you weren't setting, sitting for exams where the stressor levels were high. And yes, some of you thrive with exams because that is exhilarating to know that you could memorise something. And then some of you go through courses and you just want to get through them because when you get through them, you can get off and get on with your life. <laughs> so you've held your breath all that time. <laughs> and then, yay! Yay! I have that qualification. Oh, wait, I'm going to go back and do more. I'm going to do my PhD. Wonderful. What a wonderful experience. So you're going to, you know, you're going to write that citation on something, that thesis. Because <laughs> that's your way of studying. But some of you are going through those motions because that's the way you can then go on to do other things. But you're in a conscious entity right now that's letting go of that. And so you can actually get on and live and be what you want to be without doing all that. However, for some of you, it's still the process and the pathways and the neural, connect, neural connection that you require because your dogma is still in that context, you know. And what would happen? Would you require, would you still need your universities? The school system would need to change. How you related to the school system would need to change. But yet you are in a climactic resonance of a world that's questioning all these things. You know, maybe not ready to embrace it because the belief systems are still in the trenches with you. You know, and yet the particles are being released and they're dispersing and there's just the nothing in us again. And you, so you've got this beautiful, beautiful ether thing happening in that space in your solar plexus. Oh, I'm going to take a big deep breath. You know, but there's nothing holding you up, so your shoulders are now slouching because you don't have those props anymore, because those those qualifications have been propping you up. Now we're not watering those down by any stretch. I mean, it takes a huge discipline to stay focused, you know, especially if it's not something that you're fully aligned with. For those of you who are fully aligned with, you've just breezed on through all that. You've thrived in it. Academia is your world. It's your 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 renaissance, your, your lover, it's just, it's just all of what you are. And it's exciting because you feel the, the knowledge coming to you. You feel you can, you've got something to impart and give to the world, and you have. But for others, it's not. It's a way of getting to a place, a destination. And then there's others that have gone, oh, I can't even go there. <laughs> but, you, you know, and but for those who have achieved that, and that's taken away because then you slouch because... Your props are taken away. It's like, now what? Because your world has been defined by having those props. 
that makes you something in this world because that's being changed too because consciousness is, is letting itself be known in a different neural pathway. So you see what we're saying? You know? So when you look in your, your colleagues, your, your, your communities, and where there was a judgment about what qualification you have or what you don't have, and of course entrepreneurship, that's, the, that's in vogue, isn't it? <laughs> That's the new thing at schools, some children. <laughs> I want to be an entrepreneur. I am an entrepreneur, right? It's, it's a way of expressing something. It's a terminology expressing something. But that too will pass. So everyone's trying to hook into something to become something, to be known as something. <laughs> and then those, <laughs> you know, Ganesh did something a long time ago which is still the presence of today. And, you know, you're at the starting line, you're in athletics and you're running a race. And so you're at the starting light and the gun goes off and everyone bounces off, you know, they take off. And then he just plops straight down on the ground and giggles, rolls around on the ground giggling. And, you know, the entity at the time that was working with him said, so Ganesh, what are you doing? He says, I run my own race. But in a world that is, 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 is enforced it's constantly enforcing another to become something, you know. You know, oh, my child is going to university because they want to get that. They want to become a doctor. And yet where they've got the other part of the, the cosmos, the universe that's happening and manifesting in your Gaia that says, well, you know that you're already healed. So we're very, uh, we're huge advocates. And, of course, we're not advocates of anything. But, yeah, we definitely know, you know, that your body is already healed. But those of you who have just been given a diagnostic condition... Notice we said diagnostic condition of something. You know, you can be the healed being. You know that. That's already out there. You've got your personal growth gurus sharing that within physics, quantum physics. They're sharing that because they've had people. They've got your scientific data. And those people will stand up and say, I healed this within myself. You know. So, yeah, your physicians are still required because not everyone is on that neural pathway yet. Not, any, not everyone has tuned in, tapped into, turned onto those neurons that already are already in action and know that. They know that they're already healthy cells. We don't know what's going on there. What's going on with that other part of me? <laughs> because I'm manifesting new cells that are happy and healthy. You know. And their mind is disconnected from diseasement. It, it's just not there. So the, the consciousness has already taken over. It's in the driver's seat, creating these new cells, and the other, other cells that are in a disease state are no longer within that consciousness. So therefore, they're not, they're not, they're not there. That's what that people call a miraculous healing. But what happens is, and this is a very limited way of describing it, is that the consciousness has taken over. It's in the driver's seat. It only knows healthy cells. And so therefore those other cells that were diagnosed as being diseased in some way without, you know, there's any label, pick a label, there's so many labels of diseased states, they're no longer in that conscious vehicle. That consciousness in that body, that, that, that form, only knows health. <laughs> and the subconscious is already shifting the other, the other particles out the door. <laughs> It's fascinating, isn't it? And that's why we've, we've touched base with growing new limbs. You know, the mental mind is saying, no, it's not possible. But the being is saying, hello. <laughs> hello there, leg. 
hello there, finger. <laughs> you know, and the other part of the mental mind saying, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> but the bigger consciousness is saying, hello there, leg. Notice how tone is changing? And it's totally focused on hello there, leg. You know, and eventually... The other particle that's saying, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> can't be heard anymore. <laughs> can't be heard. There's no tuning into that. There's just the hello there leg. It's just an example, right? <laughs> but the same thing can happen. So why isn't it happening with everyone? Why is the world still got that element of diseasement? Now, we, did, we, were we were on the track of qualifications, right? But you can see what in the bigger picture how there's so many different levels of vibration happening in your world. There's those people who are so proud of their child that's going on to become a, a barrister or, or a, a, a surgeon or, you know, beautiful, wonderful. It's very, very quiet in your world, absolutely, a thousand percent, until it's not. But then there's those of us who are just, and we do say those of us, you know, because we're just tuned into that stream, is that, well, I, well uh, uh, mm. so the, the desire within those particles of those people that are still, mm, mm. and some of you are still, you know, at school. So because at school, everyone wants to know what you're doing. Are you going on? Are you going to take a year sabbatical? Are you going to go on to study? Are you going to do your HSC? Are you going to do whatever? You know, it's do, 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 do. <laughs> do, do. Do-do, do-do. So that's tricky, isn't it? Because there's that pressure then. You're on a pressure point. You touched a pressure point to come to a climactic resonance of this is what, this is where I'm going to. Your neighbour's saying, well, what's your daughter doing? What's your son going to do? The parent feels the pressure to know <laughs> and then become proud of. <laughs> and then there's those who just simply, you know, well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> And then the journey's begun in that frame of reference. The unknown become knowns, becomes known moment to moment. And then that known changes because more of the light particles are coming into that form. But that doesn't only happen at that schooling level. And everyone feels they're at school at some way. I mean, when you go to, when you're in a workforce, you have to on-study. Yoga teachers, hello. We know you. You To maintain your, and therapists, holistic therapists, therapists, doctors, you have to on-study. But yoga teacher, you have to keep, to maintain your association accreditation, you've got to do so many qualifications in that year, right? Or in a, a certain time frame to stay accredited. <laughs> so wait, you've tuned into the cosmic energy and then an association is telling you as a governing body, you have to study this. You have to. You have to, have to, have to. Does that make sense to you all to do that? Because wait. Otherwise, you can't be one on the register so people look for that authentic yoga teacher. You know, well, let's tap into the day where we, we used to dally, have dalliances with the, well, we do with the Dalai Lama. Yes, we do. However, you know, with teachers of your era that may have seemed to have passed on but haven't, you know, there's a nonsensicalness in all that because really you're drawn to what you're drawn to. <laughs> And being forced to do a study that you have to then look for a course that you resonate because otherwise you can't maintain your social accreditation. And it is a social accreditation. 
you won't be validated. <laughs> it's a bit funny, don't you think? It's a bit funny? We thought it was funny. So, raising the vibe. So you can see these conundrums that when you've really got excited about embodying and embarking on a journey of knowledge and wisdom and you've been drawn to a particular course because you've wanted to, you've loved it, you've experienced, you've enjoyed the course. It's been wonderful because there's so many people sharing wonderment and it's exciting, it's nice, it's collaborating, it's, it's gifting, it's, it's, it's beautiful, it's a beautiful share. But it's not enough to just be part of that sharing. You've then got to prove your worth. So now I'll give you 50 hours of accreditation and it'll go towards that so you can stay attuned to your associations. <laughs> but then the cosmos is embodied energy in your world and it's saying you can go direct. <laughs> it's wonderful to have a teacher in yoga. It's wonderful to have one-on-one -on -one sessions. You know, Lord Shiva loves gifting one-on-one -on -one sessions because it's so focused and that's what a one-on-one session does it's a very focused energy exchange you know there's no in a collective you've got different pathways that are because everyone's coming from a different level of consciousness and state of consciousness and so their questioning is going to come from a different neural pathway but when you have a one-on-one -on -one session with anyone or you have a one-on-one -on -one session direct, with direct source, it's very focused, isn't it? So that's what we wanted to share with you, just some igniting some uh, questions, igniting the art of inquiry, questioning, you know, because there's so much out in the world right now, you know, language-wise, you know, word-wise, labelling-wise. But there's one thread that's concurrent. And we'll leave it up to you to come into your own recognition of what that is with what we were saying. So we love sharing. There's always more. We actually, these, as we've said before, these podcasts are ignited by all of you, every single one of you. We pick up a thought and we come on in. <laughs> we'll say to the an entity or the energies that, that hold this body as a, as a vortex of uh, form. And we say, we're coming in. <laughs> And we'll say she because it's a bit feminine form. And she'll say, okay. <laughs> and I think, you know, the, the convergence said, you know, and we'll say she because it's just easier for one of terminology. She said, oh, so come January, I'm going to be someone else, aren't I? <laughs> and so she's changed. She spent all day yesterday and uh, all night changing the website. And I think the caption by this beautiful artist, we got the image from someone, we, d we didn't create this artwork, and said uh, something along the lines, I see a world where others see walls. You know, and it really fit it because as a convergence of energy that's constantly in shift, it's constantly changing, and there's no such thing as fitting into a world because it's not possible because, even though there's infinite possibilities, right, because we're constantly bringing more of what is in all the time and so this website completely didn't fit the old one didn't fit anymore she'd go in and say gee I don't resonate with that it doesn't really showcase what we do and even this one is not even touching touching base really but it's it's another stepping stone right to convey something of something that's going to change and so she was saying so come January before that epicenter hits in a world of time I'm not going to be here <laughs> someone else is coming in right 
and yeah, absolutely. It's happened so many times. It's not because you know there's no such thing as death, right? And people don't have to leave their body to change or leave the world. This body has had so many different beings that have partaken in unison and then decided to go and allowed, you know, and it's not like we've given permission and other beings have come in. Yet on the surface, the physical form looks exactly the same, but not for those who are aware in her community. There's some who are more, you know, quite close and they'll say, mm-hmm, she's someone else now. <laughs> that is such a normal flow. So the body is, is a beautiful, it's like getting into a car. You know, you get into a car. So a different driver may get into that car. So it's an, it's an analogy. One analogy. It's a way of expressing. So that's what happens with this body. A different being, a different collective consciousness comes into this body, drives it around, you know, motor neuron skills, moves the arms, legs, eyes look differently. And that's how it works. It's really, really natural and normal. So we've always said there's no such thing. You do not need to die. You don't. Your body doesn't need to have to leave the world. We're one of many actually around your globe um, who are participating in this way. There's other bodies, you know, which is a living entity, right? It's a living consciousness. Those particles of consciousness that choose to collaborate consciously and cohesively. That's how we've got the form. And uh, it how it's how it moves the motor neuron skills at skills um, that's how it it's moving. So that can happen, right? It does happen. It is happening, and it's happening to more of you. So it's very very normal, and we're very fortunate because we can be open about that. For many years, we were never open about that because it was so off the wall that uh, you know it would have been seen as something to put a straitjacket on. Thank goodness that's changed, right? But not for everyone. There's some of you that still have that belief system, but definitely not of you that are listening to this right now, right? <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for allowing the energy for us to come in and share with you. Please keep sending the signals out if you desire, and we'll, we'll, we'll endeavor to tune in, tap in. There'll be others coming through uh, right throughout your world in the month of December. And of course, January is very different because we're creating the peace pod. And uh, those that are creating that haven't entered this entity yet. Uh, they're coming in sometime in your world in the timeliness of January. But, you know, it's we're not on a calendar as such. This is just a concept because we're in this form and that's how we're sharing it. So happy joining. Happy journeying and joining. And, uh, yeah, keep sharing. We love the share. We love listening. And there's more that are listening. You know, there's so much more that's listening to you all always. So have the conversation. If you don't feel you've got anyone around you that you can openly share this stuff with, then you know what? There's always someone listening. You know? And if you feel like you want to say it out loud and you're a bit apprehensive because, you know, People think you're talking to yourself, but that's so common in your world. Just know that. People are always talking to themselves, and it's more common than you think that they're actually talking out loud to themselves. <laughs> but anyway, someone is always there and present. So namaste to you all. Thank you so much for tuning in, tapping in and turning on to your wisdom, being open to constantly expanding in your vortex. We love participating. So happy journeying, and uh, we'll catch you soon. 